Hello everybody, I am so glad you're here. I'm Ray Hughes and welcome to The Listening Porch. Hey, good morning everybody. Uh, beautiful day in Alabama. Beautiful day in our backyard. Uh, you know, we've already had weather 80, 85 degrees the other day. I was working, I came out this morning and it, it was cold. It's like we, we've dropped for over like 45 degrees. And I don't know, it's like a big front has moved in followed by a big behind, I think. Cause it's gonna be, gonna be a bit chilly today, but beautiful nonetheless. Beautiful day to put on the long sleeve shirt to work in the garden. And also a beautiful day to go for a walk, go for a saunter, if you will. Remember the other day I was talking about how I love to walk in the rain. And one of the reasons I love to walk in the rain is because not, not a lot of people out there when you, somebody's walking in the rain. Another reason is, is, especially like a rain in Ireland or Scotland or Wales or somewhere, yeah, those are the kind of rains that just sort of untangle your life, you know. And uh, you have that get alone time. And I tell you, sometimes to really hear the voice of the Lord, it's not about going to another conference about hearing the voice of God. Maybe it's about throwing your cell phone in a sock drawer and going for a walk in the woods in the rain. Uh, finding a way to, to slow our lives down and to hear what life really is, you know. And one of the ways I've done that, I, I, I value this enough that I even... I uh, wrote a book. Uh, remember that book? It's, call, it's called uh, Because of the Frustration That I Feel When I Speak on Worship and Music and, and I Travel Around Doing What I Do. I feel a frustration when I leave that, oh man, I wish I had said so-and-so. I should have told them about so-and-so. And because of that, I wrote a book called 107 Things I Forgot to Say the Last Time I Talked About Worship, Creativity, and Music. And, um, and put it all in one book. And it's, it's a partnering journal kind of a thing. So in other words, you, you go on a walk every day. I encourage people to do it like this. You, I'll just show you uh, number one. You see, one page is blank, and uh, one page has the thought of the day or the revelation or the, or the, or the idea to, uh, or a point of meditation or whatever. For example, this one here, number one, in the book, uh, you, would, you would carry this as your thought, and then you would write your thoughts over here, so we're partner, partnering and journaling. But listen to number one here. If we can change the way that the church understands music and worship, we will change the way the world encounters God. Wow, wouldn't this be a great time for a, for a God encounter right now all over the world? I wonder if we're carrying something far more powerful, potent, and valuable than we really understand. If we can change the way the church understands music and worship. You know, the very last time I spoke publicly before all this broke out, as it was just coming into the, the shadowy side of the news and everybody was wondering, and I spoke a message in Nashville from 2 Chronicles 20. And uh, uh, all about, you know, what was going on there when uh, they got to the place where we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you, God. 
we don't know what we're going to do. And the reason they had come to that place is because they could hear. It says, some came and told Jehoshaphat. said, Jehoshaphat, there's a great multitude that's coming against you. And the word multitude is the Hebrew word hamon. Hamon means there's a tumultuous roar. There's a sound. It's within earshot. The airwaves are filled with a sound that has brought so much fear that they begin to fear and seek the Lord. And then they got honest, they cried out and they prayed. But notice something. Prayer is not God's strategy. Never is God's strategy. But we'll never have God's strategy if we don't pray. So when you pray, when they begin to pray, earnestly, honestly, and, and vulnerably, they got real. God, are you not the God that's able to deal with this thing? Are you not the God that said they needed a, a, a demonstration and an encounter with God right then? And in the middle of that prayer, look what happened. They said, Lord, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. As soon as that was spoken, then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Mattaniah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jael, the son of Asaph. Oh, a musical prophet of the musical family spoke up. And he said, hey, you know what? Thus saith the Lord. And when he began this, thus saith the Lord, and you too, King Jehoshaphat, listen, all, all, everybody, and you too, King Jehoshaphat, government, listen, people, listen. It's all because that, he was about to speak something that was going to change everything. And he, said, You're not, he says, tomorrow, specific timing, you go out against them. You'll find them at the cliff of Ziz, specific place. Look at the specifics that begin to be unveiled right there. And told him, you're not even going to need to fight in this battle. Just stand, establish yourselves, know who you are. Believe the words of the prophet. You're going to prosper. Now, when he started speaking this stuff, that is when Jehoshaphat fell to the ground and began to worship. Notice, at a restoration of worship, clarity began to come. And out of that worship came the strategy. And the strategy was... Send the singers first. Hmm, why singers? If we can change the way the church understands music and worship and singing and song, singing predates humanity. Wow. Stars and angels were singing even before humanity was singing. Singing was already put in place before the first instruments were ever made. And so we're going to send the singers first. And you know the rest of the story. They just simply walked out and released their song, praising God high and loud for what he had promised. So what they did is they began to release praise and worship into the very same atmosphere that had been filled with all of the fear and the things that the enemy were imposing down the road. The atmosphere, the media was charged with this fear. But when they, God's people began to fear, they set themselves to pray. And out of the prayer came the prophetic. And out of the prophetic came the purposes of God fully lived out when the praise began to happen. It's an awesome thing. If we can change the way that the church understands music and worship, we will change the way that the world encounters God. I'm just telling you. And, uh, hey, you know what I've been thinking about doing? Let me know what you think about this. I'm... Uh, this is uh, number volume one of the Saunterer series, and it's about taking those walks with God every day. Uh, look, at, look at the time you have on your hands right now. 
uh, to walk with a leisurely gait. Just kind of fold your hands behind you and walk at the pace of your own heart and meditate upon the Word. And, um, and, and I'm, sort of, I'm sort of thinking about maybe going through this uh, on these little chats with you guys, you know. If we can change the way the church understands music and worship, we'll change the way the world encounters God. And then the next day would be a different one and a different one. I don't know. Uh, it's all about us getting a very different understanding of the power and the authority that we have as the people of God, as musicians. It's not about a platform and a stage and performance, guys. We've all known that deep within us somewhere, but now it's time. Now it's time to take it to another level because our children and our children's children can be at stake in this thing. What if we really are carry, carrying the power of a prophetic truth that can shift things in the heavenly realm nine times in the Old Testament when these maladies and plagues and curses and famines and all kinds of things would, would come against the people of God? Nine times in the Old Testament, it would be the enemy's strategies would be rerouted through the sound of the trumpets or the shout of God's people, or the praise, or the singers, or the... See, every time the enemy had a strategy, God had a strategy to overwhelm and redeem. And so this is a year of redemption, and refocusing, and renewing, and resetting, and, and recalibrating, and all these re's it needs to get us quickly to rejoicing, because the victory is ours. And so let's walk together this year, and and uh, let's, let's grab a hold of this new understanding of the prophetic and the music. It's not just about some platform. I think that's one of the reasons the platforms are empty. You know, and, and maybe God may, may be um, causing the churches to become empty so that we can get out and find God again and find the songs that we were always born and created to sing and see the purposes for which we are the people of God in this generation. So God bless you. I know that one was a little bit long, but uh, nonetheless, let's keep walking together in this. And uh, let's, let's gain that new understanding of music and worship. God bless you guys. Thanks for coming to the Listening Porch. Now you may have to leave, but you don't have to stay gone. You can become a patron of the show at patreon.com forward slash Ray Hughes. There you'll find video versions of this podcast. I also have numerous online courses at selaministries.com. And don't forget to take a look at the beautiful handmade ink pens at redriverturning.com. See you next time on The Listening Porch.